we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey everyone, this is Michael Antonovich bringing you another Fly Racing Swap Moto podcast. We're at that time of year when major races are already few and far between, and now that there's no international Supercross events, I'm very eager to see fast guys on a track. So a couple weeks ago, I got in the car and drove to Oklahoma to catch the first two rounds of the Hoosier Tire Arena Cross Nationals and to hang out with my buddy Jeff Crutcher. It was the debut of Jeff's ATC Flipside Racing Team, so in between motos, Jay Reynolds, the promoter of the series, came by and had a quick chat with us about what's going into making this year such a success. If you're a pro racer or even a pretty good amateur, then you need to have an eye on what's happening at the Hoosier Tire Series. Their purse payout and sponsorship contingency is solid. Kevin Moran's made $2,500 for sweeping both main events in the pro classes on Friday and Saturday night, and then he got some bonus money from Big St. Charles, the dealership that sponsors the series. But there's money to be made for everybody. Even the C-Class guys can come away with something if they know how to play their cards right, something that Jay lays out for us in this podcast. But the big thing that Jay has going on is the MAV-TV and the Flow Racing broadcast plans that are going to be announced pretty soon. MAV-TV is going to show three races live on television, but Flow Racing will stream every race on their website. If you're a back-of-the-pack rider or a first-timer, you can still line up and do the Hoosier Tire Series. It's tough to get a race in during these winter months, and now you'll have chances at venues around the Midwest and the Southeast over these next few weeks. Give Jay's podcast a listen, and then check him out at HoosierArenaCross.com on social media and on the internet. Talk to you guys soon. Hey, Jay, thanks for getting on the phone with me today. Uh, appreciate it. For sure. I, yeah. I got to come out a couple weeks ago, check out your first round of the Hoosier Tire Arena Cross Nationals in Claremore, Oklahoma. Crutcher, who's a close friend of both of ours, invited me out. Mm-hmm. Us being a big part of the ATC Flipside Racing team this year, I was like, of course I'm going to go. Super <laughs> impressed by everything that you guys did. To, to have something of an event of this size right now is huge. We know from our own Swap Moto Race Series and then the too many majors that we put on this year, there's a huge interest to go racing right now. And you gave a lot of people in the Midwest the opportunity to, to line up for two days. Yeah, absolutely. The, um, you know, arena cross is really, really, really crucial. You know, it may have come from some, there's some arena cross out there that's, uh, you know, that's had, had, had different, put, put a different spin on what arena cross is. We've, we've tried to create a, an extremely professional atmosphere for both pros and amateurs in both the track, the atmosphere and our whole, you know, everything that goes into what we do. Um, and that's, that's something that I think everybody's starting to see, um, whenever they come to an event, if it goes all the way from full transponder scoring, just like a, just like an outdoor, um, outdoor major national event, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, outdoor, uh, like one of the premier major. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like a premier. Yeah. And we use the premier people too. So, um, that's been something that's been really big is to get our, that was what we've been working on about the last Oh, three years is getting our infrastructure completely down to where it's a science. And so if you come to our events, um, you know exactly what's going to happen and, um, and it's consistent and we're having, and everybody can just focus on their racing and having fun. The one thing like of the two days that I was there, 
a couple weeks ago, how fast everything went. There was no, there didn't seem to be any hiccups, the breaks that got done to prep the track and everything like that. It was a pretty flawless program. I like the way that you have the pro guys come in later on in the day. So then that way you get all those amateur heat races and those first runoffs and everything out of the way. So when seven o'clock comes and it's time for, you know, grandma and grandpa or aunts and uncles, whoever's coming to watch, they get to just see the heart of the show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got an intro. We've focused on having, you know, kind of a world-class intro show um, and then the and incorporating the pros into, you know, making them sure the pros are part of that intro show, just like Supercross. And, um, and then also going in and then incorporating the amateurs into the whole program. So it's, it's, a, it's a best of both worlds is what we've, I think we've been able to do. And um, I think people are starting to take notice of that, of that program, and they're really enjoying it based on the numbers that we're, you know, that we're get, starting to get out there. When I saw the flyer and it said opening ceremonies at 7 o'clock, I was like, okay, we'll see what opening ceremonies is at the Claremore, you know, rodeo arena or whatever. Sure. sure. And then they hit the lights and everything came on. I was like, damn, this is legit. The smoke, the lasers, you know, the spotlights and all that stuff. Yeah. And it was cool because you really did make it feel like, Hey, no, this is an event and everything that you guys are doing from start to finish is a high profile feel. You know, there is no, it is, it is an outdoor or an outlaw arena cross series, but that doesn't mean that you guys cut corners anywhere. Oh, absolutely not. And, um, you know, I, I really think that there's, that there's a, I come from, I, I used to race sprint cars. And there's a there's two different levels of racing in sprint cars, and and they're both developed and they're both branded really really well. There's the world of outlaws sprint cars, and then there's what's called ASCS uh, racing sprint cars, and they kind of intermix just like our pros do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, our pros they come in and they go try to make supercross mains and try to in that kind of thing, and so it's been always been my idea, and I'm I'm talking about the pros. I'm kind of doing a little shift here, but. I think that there's enough pros out there um, that might not be able to consistently make main events, right? That they just ba- that they ba- barely they they're those guys that are that they're they're just always on the cusp of making a main event and not making a main event. But they're highly, highly, highly talented individuals, and I think that those guys can come to our arena cross the way that we're branding it, the way that we're doing the intro shows, the way that we're, we're taking and we're starting with this new TV program and we're branding, not branding and we're making heroes out of those guys because they are super talented and it's not their fault that in, I mean, in Supercross, just like it was in the world of outlaw sprint cars, there's only 20 spots available, right? For a main, in the main event or 22, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, so, but that doesn't mean that the next 20 guys aren't super talented individuals. They may not be able to train as much. They may not be able to this or that or whatever it is. So it's our goal. It's my goal to take those next, take those guys and make them through the power of social media, through the power of Mav TV. Now, now that we've got flow sports and to take those guys and to build their names up and to help them, you know, to, to build their names up into the heroes that they should be because of their talent level and their dedication to the sport. And then they can take that as a platform, right? Uh, They come to our events, they run our events consistently, and now they're known even better because we've helped to brand them, then they should be able to go out, in my opinion, and get better sponsor procurement because now they're the top dog in our our series or one of the top ten. 
and now they can go do their do supercross also and get this to get more skill and more racing and everything so that they can continue to progress in what they want to do and and it elevates their name so that whenever you hear about them then 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 they've already been seen through our series the point you make of the guy that comes and races your series Hey, come in, make some money, get some hype going around you, get some good results going. That way you have confidence when you go in and race the other guys. That's always been a big level thing for local racers that sometimes want to dip a toe into the touring series and see what's going on. You know, you can't, you can be the top guy at your local track forever, but every now and then you need to go test yourself against the other guys. And that's really cool how that's going to be part of the Hoosier Tire Arena Cross Nationals for guys like Kevin Morans or Grant Harlan that are eventually going to line up for a Monster Energy Supercross Series race sometime next year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, last year, Michael Hicks won our series, and nobody knew who Michael Hicks was. And uh, and now he's, you know, he's top guy at Loretta's. I mean, it, it put his name on the map. Um, if these guys will learn, if they'll take and learn how to be promoters themselves, and Kevin Morans has done a really good job of it, of promoting himself and um and they'll take and continue to do that and it just increases their brand it'll, it'll increase their career it'll increase the money that they can make because they can represent their sponsors better in a bigger way not only not only there at supercross but also like i said at the hoosier tire arena cross to what we're going to be able, we haven't even done anything yet what we're going to be able to do through the branding and the and the background stories and everything that they if you run consistently with our series, what we're doing through background stories and all the stuff that you see um, done to the top guys of of, our, of Supercross, we're going to be doing that to these to our guys um, that run consistently with us because we want to brand and make superheroes out of them, right? Mm-hmm. No, totally. You you said something uh, on Saturday night before the pros went out for their practice session. You told them all, "Hey, I'm giving you a platform this year to come in." Give yourself the chance to show off all your sponsors, make some money, and do all of these things. But you guys need to hold yourself to professional level too. Don't come in here and think that this is a time to screw around or a time to take each other out or do something stupid. Use this as your chance to get some laps in, but also build your platform. And I think that that's crucial too is that someone from your perspective that's putting together all of this stuff knows hey, these racers need to do it as well because they're the ones that are trying to get the sponsorship money to come in and stay with the series and everything like that. Every opportunity that you give a rider is something that they can make five times more of a benefit out of than just you will. Well, right. I mean, the other part of that is, is I asked them, I said, is there a Supercross Futures and there's this not. year? Unfortunately, there's not. I mean, I want, I want all the riding there can be, even though, the, you know, but there's not. So a lot of these riders, uh, they're at many O's right now, probably now trying to get their points, but whenever they go to ride, whenever they go to put in their application with a, with a resume or with some type of resume and submit it, would it look good to have top finishes at the Hoosier Tire Arena Cross? For sure. Absolutely. I mean, that's a, that's a barometer against really good racers indoors. So, um, so utilize that. The the amount of talent that you guys had there, I mean, there were some really good guys. Morans and Harlan, they're they're well known kids throughout the Midwest. They rip, you know, and they're they're both nationally ranked guys. So it's a cool thing that there's regional people too that can come in and, and make their claim and get done what they need to get done instead of just waiting for those eight supercross races a season. Again, we all know that that stuff is the premier level, 
there's no discounting that. And this isn't like subtle jabs from you about, well, we're better than Supercross in this way and this way and not. No, you know that you guys are all part of a bigger puzzle. Sure, sure. I mean, the way I see it, just like just like in, when we go back to the sprint car reference, right, is I see, I've always seen our series as a launching point for future pros, right, for them to get for, for younger guys to come up and get continue to, to get experience and to launch into Supercross. And the other part I really want to work on is I want this to be a landing place for pros who are on the other side. They went as far as they could at Supercross. Maybe they either dollar out, right, Spawn, they lose their sponsor, they got hurt, but they still have a lot of talent. I want to see those guys continue their career for another year or two in our series. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's something I'm excited about. I really am. Some guys that have created a little bit of name for themselves, and they can still come back in and, and make that mo- and make money. And um, so that, that's uh, that's one of the cool things that I think. I also want to, on the speaking of money, I also want to continue to to build the money for the guys for the tenth place or even seventh place on back, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's a big. I think that there's a there's a big need for that um, for those guys that come that they that they're able to make um, you know make some money, uh, even though they're not going to run, uh, they're not going to maybe be the top five guys. And that's important too. Because this, that was a point that you made in that, like, pro uh, writers meeting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, this, sure. is, this is good to hear that you're thinking of those guys further back. Because those top three guys, hey, they're going to make their money one way or another. They're going to take the line, sure. share of the purse, and that's all good. And those big numbers for a guy that could win, you know, 2500 bucks like Moran's did that weekend, that's nice. Yeah. But you also know, being a racer of varied levels and, and a promoter, mm-hmm. If you don't have 20 guys on the starting line, uh, it's kind of kind of be hard to sell it to sponsors. Hey, this is a, a legit series to get your name behind. Because if there's not a lot of guys turning out, what's the benefit of it? How much interest is there really? If you allure those 10th place guys that knows like, eh, you know what? I'm not going to be able to run for the win, but I can still make some money by coming to this thing. That's going to increase a lot of your rider turnout. Sure. Yep, absolutely. So we implemented, uh, like whenever you go to our series, Back to the sprint car, back to the sprint car routes. We implemented a B main into the 450 class. So, so you go, you come in, you time in. As long as you're in the top 24 uh, in time, timing in for the night, then you're into our night show, which uh, which gives you a shot into the heat. You know, from the heat race to transfer directly to the main. Everybody else, everybody who doesn't transfer directly to the main goes to the LCQ. Um, so that gives you a second shot to transfer in, take another four in that, in that example, we take four out of each heat race. We take four out of the LCQ and then, so, and we're, and that's the other thing. We're not just taking six guys and six guys and then one guy comes out of an LCQ, right? So uh, out of the LCQ alone, you're sitting on the gate with these other guys. You've got four shots. There's four slots going straight into the main where the money is. And then even after that, then we take the we take the rest of everybody who doesn't. You get another shot, one more shot, uh, right after intermission. Is we call it the B main challenge, and we pay the t- the top three guys of the B main, and um, and they get a shot to be the thirteenth gate pick on the uh, you know thirteenth gate pick during the main event. So you actually get three shots to make that main event, mm-hmm. and that's huge too because those guys are going to fight for those positions one way or another. Either there's money on the line or there's the chance to advance out and then make more money at the end of the night. 
and the ultimate and the ultimate and also track time right yep. more track time if you're if you're a slower guy you i guarantee you're going to get faster through the night so with the you know the racing background that you have and everything what made you decide to want to be a promoter because it's one thing to be you know a guy that likes going to the races likes watching likes lining up every now and then but it's a whole other thing to try to organize this as yourself I guess I didn't find enough risk in poker. I don't know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's about it, maybe. I just wasn't I wasn't good enough at poker, so I wanted to try this. I guess I, I don't really have a great answer for that. Um, there was an opportunity to be for some promotion in um, in circle track racing in the beginning, and I took that. And then I'd always been a motocrosser, um, and I went and looked watched. Um, so, you know, went and watched the motocross races indoors and I actually hadn't been to many, um, other than supercross and thought, man, we could do that. So anyway, so that's, that's, that's been the progression. And, um, you know, let's fast forward to now as I get older, um, and I've done this for now, gosh, I, I, at least 15 years. The cool thing that's going on right now is our team and, uh, you got to have an amazing team. And I know a lot of people say this, but I really, really do have an absolutely, I think it's the best team out there. And, um, I got the best track builders. I got the best, I got the best scorekeepers, the best scorekeeping, the t- best timing system, uh, people. I got the best, uh, 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 gate guys. Um, just everybody, our, our girls, I mean, Gosh, the ladies that work for me t- uh, doing sign-in and everything, they've literally worked for me for 15 years. So you take all that, you put it all together. Um, the two chicks flag crew, um, they were really – so you got a trained flag crew there. Um, all that, and I, and I try to keep the same ones and don't and, and as much as I can. So a lot of the problems that we've had, we just keep on, we just keep on plugging the holes with better, with better solutions. So we don't have the same problem year in and year out. Uh, I brought on Michael Connor as the uh, got me got myself completely out of any decisions that go on on the track. So I don't have people coming up to me and saying I run your series a lot, and, but this was a bad call. So that 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 never comes to me anymore. I never get asked. I never have that presented to me. And when you do all that, it makes it so that it's a lot more. Cause it is a ton. It's a lot to do, right? It's just to be, it's probably the, it's a pretty tough job. And, um, but with all those guys and everybody's got everybody's back and everybody's working hard and everybody's enjoying what they do and everybody's passionate, right? Super, super ultra passionate about two wheel riding and dirt biking and everything that, everything that we do in motorsports. It just makes it, it makes it just a, a, a lot. It's a, it's just a joy to do. It's, and to progress and, and to continue to see all these people be happy and provide a really cool place for people to come, a positive place for younger people to come, and keep them out of trouble and everything. It's just a, it's, it, see fathers and sons and fathers and daughters and, and moms and daughters with, I got the Crummets, uh, JC Crummet, a little girl that's now not so little. She's growing up and seeing her from age four, you know, and now I think she's got to be, 12 by now and her mom brings her every time because her dad's out working just and he comes every now and then just to see them you know it really i'm just telling you you kind of that's why we do it that's why we continue to do it 
Um, I could go back to playing more poker, right, and make money, do make money about the same way. It's just gambling. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I say that kind of tongue in cheek, but uh, but that's why we continue to do it because there's kind of a higher cause, you know. There's a higher cause of what we do and and why we do it, and I think that goes for our whole team, really. Mm-hmm. And we know we know the same thing from running the Swap Moto Race Series. You know, you have to have those same people that have done it time and time again. So you're not training somebody new on the job. They know it's just, hey, come in. You know how to do your work. It's not a lot of distraction or a lot of worry. And we've had the same crew, I mean, since 2011 when we launched it as the Transworld Race Series back then. But the people that we hired had been doing it for years anyway. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying about you need a good crew to come in and do it because it makes it very seamless. And then when you see everybody enjoy their time together, then you're like, oh, yeah, of course we do this. I mean, it is a little bit of a hassle to get it going in the meantime, and there is a lot of risk involved of if people show up or not. But once you see those families come, it's awesome. It's all totally worth it. All of that stuff has helped you guys get to this point this year too because, like you and I have agreed upon, this is a crucial year for your series. To have so many racers come out, the TV package that you mentioned, the tour that you have. I mean, this is a good, good year. What got you to this point so far? Everything I just said. Well, I mean, like, as far as this year to build, to make 2020 and 2021, like, you you have a big initiative to to get it all going. Did did everything just line up well, or did you think, hey, this is a big opportunity this year, I need to make the most of it? Oh, I just promised myself if TV ever came my way, if I ever got the conversation, I'd never say no to it again. <laughs> so, um, so in the pandemic year, I actually said I, I had it happen, and I said, okay, I'm going to pull the trigger. And um, so, if you're talking about the TV, as far as the TV packages, um, that's what that's just that's where we went, and now we're facing the whole pandemic and everything that's going on there, and. Uh, so sometimes what do they say it's uh, success is pre- where preparedness and opportunity meet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, I've called it, I've called different TV, tried to bust down the TV doors for four or five years. And so, so we decided to pull the trigger. And, um, I think we, our infrastructure, everybody was saying, you guys are ready. You guys are ready. Your, your, uh, your infrastructure is perfect. I mean, it's good. It, um, the schedule you'll be able to pull the tv scheduling off because of how 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 quick we pull out you know how how tight everything's ran so we've got that we've got awesome racers and um so that's that's why we decided to do what we did this year even though it's not the most prime opportune year to do it i think it'll set it i think it'll set things up really well for the future the TV thing, I mean, you, you're hinting on it right now, but that's a crucial thing in 2020. I mean, if you don't have a streaming platform or if you don't have something to show advertisers and racers and fans, hey, this is what we're doing, it's kind of getting lost in the dark. It's it's very hard to think that mm-hmm. the people that just sure. buy tickets on Saturday night are going to go tell 100 friends that they got to come through the next time. You have to have some kind of broadcast package to show what's going on. Right, yep. So our broadcast our broadcast package this year is twofold. We started with Mav TV, and we're doing some pretty transcendent things there. Um, one is we have three live broadcasts on Mav TV. So I think I've been told, and I don't know this, but we may be the first, or first in a long time, to have live arena cross. Yeah, I think so. So that'll be happening on Friday night, January 1st. 
Oh, that's so, perfect timing uh, too. Yeah, January 1st, then January 8th, Friday night. So we're not competing with Supercross, right? Mm-hmm. That was our goal, was to have it on Friday night instead of Saturday night. And um, then again, February 19th. And everybody says, well, why do you only have three live ones and you have all these other post-produced and all this other? Because live's really expensive. <laughs> yeah. And you got to find and you got to find dates within a broadcast system that they don't already have live ones, right? So they've already got live live other dates packaged, pre-packaged throughout the before you pre pre-scheduled. Um, the others are post uh, post-produced. Um, the other Mav TV um, events are post-produced, so there's five other post-produced ones, and uh, so that gives us a total of eight televised Mav televised packages. We're excited to be on Mav TV. They they have the same uh, vision as uh, as we do at the Hoosier Tire Arena Cross, and um, to advance motorsports. And so we think that they're a great, a, a super awesome media partner to get started with. That's good. The big thing too with all of that that you told me earlier is trying to get so many classes into it. So people feel like they're part of the thing. It's not just the pro guys in the 25 or in the 250 yeah. and the 450 classes. So can you give me a little bit of insight as much as possible on? Oh, I think that, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. And the, and the other side, before we go into that is that is the live streaming package. Okay. And that's on flow and that's on flow sports, Well, flow sports. I didn't know, but uh, you probably do if you're from being an, but Flow Sports actually pretty much owns the uh, the open wheel circle circle track world. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah they do all the all star circuit of champions. They do all kind um, Tony Stewart circus champions. Tony Stewart is one of the owners of Flow Sports as as I understand, and as is the Discovery Channel. And so they have an we are actually producing that the same way we're producing a Mav TV with with the commentators with the floor announcers. Um, everything uh, with Flow Sports will be done on each day where you see it there. We'll actually, on Flow Sports, we'll actually televise every single amateur class. Okay, Brad. Then we potentially will take and post-produce that into a map, into some other televised, strip it, you know, br- bring it down, condense it down, and take it down into uh, a post-produced thing so we can actually have up to 15 post-produced events for future then the um, but to get to you, so Flow Sports is going to be huge. They have five hundred thousand subscribers. They have Flow Wrestling. Flow, they have they have all kinds of sports that they're you know that they're into. So that's going to be a really really big platform for everybody to watch. Mm-hmm. As a guy that watches a lot of racing, I can tell you that there's a lot of people starved for new race content right now. So you're going to have a big open you know new demographic. Yep. So the other side of it is, is I want to do something different, and that's not just have 250 and 450 Pro. I think that there is a tremendous – it originally started with the 50cc Open class. I was like, man, those kids, every time I do any kind of – you know, anytime we talk and we do any kind of exit interviews from our polling, from our events, they're, you know, the fast guys, you know, the pros. and then, But those little guys, you know, they're all excited about the 50s and the 65s. So we're actually going to televise – on the live televi- telecast, we're going to televise the 50cc open main, and we've, we're going to do the 125cc class. We're going to do the 65cc open main. Uh, we're going to do the 250b main, the 250b class, 
And I think we're even going to do, we had enough time. They put it in there. We're going to do the super mini class and the 250C class. Wow. Those are, and those are all like the heavy hitter classes. Those are the ones that typically right. have the highest turnout Absolutely. and the most yep. attention and everything. Yeah. Cause even like so many O's are going on this week and I know which right. ones I want to watch are all of those lists. Right. So my question to everybody out there that's listening, that you're on that. So you're, you're at many O's or wherever you are. Council Bluffs, Iowa is our first live event, Mav TV, right? Wouldn't it, does it make sense? Would it help to expand your brand if your kid, you know, if you expect, if you think that your kid has a shot? I mean, look, look at, take a page out of uh, the Deegan's book, right? They're growing, they're growing the Hayden Deegan brand before you've ever makes it to Supercross, right? Mm -hmm. That kid, that kid's going to make so much more money than anybody we've ever seen if he's if he's the same speed as the top as 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 the top rider next to him right yeah just because of his social media exposure just because of his branding right he's going to make exponential would you agree with that oh yeah 100 because we're already seeing it right he's going to make exponentially more money and the thing is is just because it's a deegan doesn't mean you guys can't be doing it out there whether you're a pro that's running our series or whether you're a 50 CC kid, you guys have the same social media ability. It may not be a million, five hundred million, four hundred thousand followers, but gosh, you can get up there quite a bit. And what I'm saying, I'm just asking is, is would being on a live televised event that's going to be re-aired and re-aired and re-aired and re-aired over and over and over again, with the ticker of whoever your name is, right? Mm -hmm. um, will that help to increase your brand exponentially? And whenever you go to ask for this, for the gear deal and the suspension deal and all the deals that you need to make this whole sport work at a high level, and you can show that you were on national TV and you just take screenshots of that ticker going across the TV, does that help you to get a better deal? Oh, it's going to be tremendous because there's little kids, like there's even kids that came to our mini major down in Georgia a few weeks ago that I'd never heard of. And they have three, five, 10,000 Instagram followers. And I'm like, where does this come from? So right. knowing how much exposure that already is, because those are the, some of the elite level kids in their local mm -hmm. sponsor, hook it or sponsor house programs or whatever it is yeah. yep. to have that platform. Like you're talking about is huge. And there's parents that'll drive all the way across the country for their kid to get you know, fifth place at what seems like a pretty big regional race with almost no media coverage there. That's been the big other big void right now. And I've heard about it a lot personally is who's covering amateur racing. Well, if you're giving them a nationally televised TV package, of course you got to go to that. I mean, that that's the biggest, that's the biggest platform that anybody's had in years. Yep. Yep. That's, that's huge. That's our that's that's our that's uh that's the drum I'm beating and that's what I'm trying to get out there for everybody to know, you know. Um, so I hope everybody comes. We've got great numbers right now, but I want to see the top riders there, and um, so we can talk about them. We're not just talking about playing the just the race just going on. We're talking about commentators learn. If you guys come to if they whoever you are out there come to the races and you're a top racer. Our announcers are going to do backgrounds on mm -hmm. you. They're going to learn who you are. They're going to talk about you throughout the series on the Flow Sports, on the on the Mav TV. I mean, there's 15, gosh, there's 15 races. Two of them are done. But um, 
but I mean, there's a heck of a lot of racing to go. Hey guys, this is Justin Cooper of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. BC Fit Meals has been a huge tool in my success in keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best possible way I can. All of their meals are delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of eating right. Visit their site at bcfitmeals.com and sign yourself up today. What's up, this is Justin Barsha of the Monster Energy Yamaha team and I trust the Rai helmet. I know that every helmet is handcrafted in Japan and that the people who work at Rai are obsessed with building the best helmet they can possibly can. Staying safe is a priority for me, and this is why I choose Arai Helmets. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next clean air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team T-Shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-ShirtPrinters.com. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-ShirtPrinters.com. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice, for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Who does Ken Roxon, Jay Sexton, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, Mitch Evans, and four-time world champion Tim Geiser turn to for power? Yoshimura, since 1954. The, and the thing that we talked about, like, hey, the money and luring people there, that's always nice. I mean, it's that's the draw that's going to get their attention right away. But then you have to sell them on the bonus features of it. Like, okay, yeah, that's good that you're going to be able to get however much money for racing to third place or first place or whatever. But adding in all these other packages that go with it and the storytelling detail, instead of it just being like, well, I hope my Instagram followers figure out what's happening or I hope my sponsor reads this email that I send to them. Right. Yep. yep. Okay. So then to transition into the next thing a bit for people that want to come, you know, the next race is coming up in Claremore. That's going to be a flow vision race, everything yep. else for somebody that's never done a Hoosier tires arena cross. What do they need to know? Um, pre-enter just like anybody else. Uh, you don't have to, but I would, I'd suggest it. So you pre-enter at Hoosier tire, actually not Hoosier tire. Sorry. At Hoosier arena cross.com. 
So basically, our races are two nights. Um, you see a Friday and Saturday on most races, except for Mesquite, it's a one-day race. But most of them are Friday and Saturdays. They're two separate events. So Friday and Saturday are two completely separate events. You can race Friday and Saturday or just Saturday or just Friday. And um, you're going to go in. You're going to enter. I'd, uh, you can enter as many classes as you qualify for. We have good separation of those classes. Um, we have a preset uh, class list now um, so that you can see uh, when it is and uh, whether it's back-to-back. And most of them are not. Uh, we really worked on that hard. That's something we just did this year was get a preset class list. And um, you're going to amateurs, you guys are going to start early. You're going to get started at uh, 9 o'clock. You know, I mean, you need to probably be there at 9 o'clock. Um, to get through to get through sign in and pre-reg and and then get your uh, bring your transponder if you have one or uh, and uh, get and rent your transponder if you don't and um, then we have track walk just like supercross so 10:45 is track walk at 11 o'clock I'll go through a couple more features we've got at 11 o'clock we've got riders meeting and on 11 o'clock on Saturday we have the world's richest riders meeting. So we do a lot of things different. Um, I get a lot of, I, I really work hard and I get a, um, to get a lot of product from all our sponsor, uh, par, from all our sponsor partners. And we have fantastic, fantastic sponsor partners that really believe that this amateur racing, amateur and pro racing is the way to, is a great way to get their products out in front of riders so that they'll rebuy their products in the future. So um, the, so during this world's richest riders meeting, we go through the riders meeting and, um, we have a church service from Brian Jackson, uh, just a short five minute little, uh, devotional. It's awesome. And, uh, I believe that that's really helped our, our everything have, uh, helped our series grow. But right after that, we hand out free raffle tickets to all the riders. And, and, um, and I take most of everything that I have given, um, that a lot of times is all loaded towards the end, towards a, towards a, uh, towards a, a banquet, you mm-hmm. know, at the end, um, and maybe 15 or 20, uh, riders win it all. Um, we divide it all out by 10, the 10 different weekends and everybody from the last place beginner to the first place pro, they all get a, they all get raffle tickets and we draw names and you go down the list. We give away free Hoosier tire every single Saturday. We give away a free pail of Sunoco fuel every single Saturday. We give away, uh, I mean, I'll just, uh, free plastic kit from Echerby's, free graphics kit from, uh, from Bike Graphics, free pipe from FMF. You get a whole free pipe kit from FMF. Uh, fly, um, you know, fly, we give away helmets and all kinds of stuff every single time. And you go on down the list. EVS gives us, gives us free stuff. Um, uh, SP tools, gosh, we give away a free toolkit every single time. Um, and then you go in a drawing for a big old toolbox at the end of the year. So there's just tons and tons of giveaways that we give, that we give away all the way throughout the series. So back to what we were doing, that's the writer's meeting. So that's a lot of fun. A lot of people come out of there with some really, really cool stuff. And think about um, how many people typically just try to avoid the writer's meeting. Like, don't even want to do it at all. Like, of course you have to go now. Right. Right, right. So there's fewer people that miss their LCQs and, you know, and everything. So, um, yeah, so noon starts practice. Noon goes exactly noon to usually 1.45. 15-minute break for track prep. 2 o'clock sharp. Don't, two, 2 does not mean 2.15. It's funny. We went to this one 
the first time in the deep south and uh, i think it was the deep yeah, down in the down in the south when we did an event and no it was austin texas that's where it was yeah austin texas two o'clock that's when heat races start we started at two and half the guys showed up for the first two motos and we ran them i mean we called and called and called for them maybe waited a couple of minutes nobody came and they came up they're like Oh, two o'clock. Doesn't that mean like two fifteen? <laughs> <laughs> no, in our program, two means two. So, uh, so two o'clock, we start right on the bat, right, right on the dot, and um, and roll on through, and that's heat races, and heat races roll all the way to approximately four o'clock, and um, then we do more. And we got track right after heat races. will run is when your LCQs, if you have two, if there's more bikes than we think can handle in two two heats. Uh, or our three heats or whatever. I mean, in a main event, sorry. Then we'll run LCQs. We tell you that in the riders meeting. And so we'll have LCQs to make it in the main for the amateurs. And then we get track prep ready for pro timed practice. So all our pro practice is timed. Um, and that determines gate. So they're doing gate position. The pros are doing gate position by timings, live timing. And, um, and you can follow all that online um, through live view timing. It's really, really cool. And um, so that's always awesome. That's more, you know, you get to you get to be done, and then now you get to go watch the fast guys, right? You get to sit in the stands and watch all the fast guys time in. And um, we used to do, and we will continue to do it, but at 6 o'clock then, we, use, we have a track party. We're not doing that because of the whole socially responsible distancing pandemic stuff, right? So we've, we've put that on hold for a year. But that's usually whenever the all the pros will come down and a certain amount of the amateur classes will come down. And then we invite the whole crowd down onto the track. Um, everybody that comes early to the to the event between 6 and 6.30 can come onto the track, walk the track, and meet the pros and get all their autograph, get, get you know, get autograph posters and that kind of thing. So that happens from 6 to 6.30. At 6.30, we do a Stasic Kids bike race. So if anybody's out there and you guys got a Stasic bike, um or the same or a light kind bike you guys can come on out and race the stacy kids uh uh it's a demo race it's free to anybody that's uh that's racing you know that has somebody that's racing and you just sign up at, at sign in and so we got all these kids in front of the crowd running around having a blast and then we do some intro stuff we do a track 101 with a rider and, and show that and talk about that and get everything rocking and rolling and then it 6.45 is whenever we start our intro ceremonies. Now that we've got TV, we used to start at 7. We found out we needed to bump that up. So intro ceremonies start at 6.45. We introduce the top five riders and send all the pros out onto the track, as well as some uh, – we'll probably pick a, couple, uh, a few amateurs as we go – as the years go, as the, as the time goes on, and introduce some of the top qualifying amateurs and, um, and announce them. And you always got Jumbotron, you know, things going on, you know, and the lights and the lasers and, and the fog and everything that goes along with that um, on the intro ceremonies. Then we let the pros rip out two laps after everybody gets off the track and we turn on the lights. And that's cool because whenever you see 22 pros on the track at one time, I mean, that was the last time you saw 22 pros on a, on a, on a, a horse amateur a, track. Yeah. Yeah. Horse, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, I mean on an arena cross track, it's yeah. pretty freaking cool. So they bust out a couple of laps, and at seven seven oh one, our first great drop goes out, and that's whenever all the amateurs, uh, the amateur program, 
they'll they run intermixed with the uh, with the 250 and 450 pros. We run through the full pro program along, and like I said, intermixed in that is a, is every single amateur uh, main event. And then uh, it, it's like long winded here, but uh, at certain venues, then we have freestyle during uh, during intermission, and um, and then we're usually done with that whole thing, uh, usually finishing by ten or ten, right at ten o'clock sharp. Cool, I, that's perfect too. I, I that probably seems like you explained a lot, and you probably felt like that took a long time. But if there's somebody that was on the fence about going to race, I mean. Now they know. Now they know. Hey, this is this is how long to set aside. This is all the bang for your buck that you're going to get. Why you got to be there mm-hmm. early? And that's good stuff. The track Absolutely. at Claremore was great. I've done arena cross stuff in the past. I've done you know the now closed down Amsoil Arena Cross. I've done other mm-hmm. ones around here. Sometimes it's kind of hit and miss on how the tracks are. Sometimes there's some really crazy obstacles that you're like, why why would an A class guy do that? And it makes it not so fun for the you know the C class guys or the minis or or whatever. Mm-hmm. But from what it looks like on all your track layouts too, this is something that everybody can come in and ride. It's a little bit of a challenge for everyone, but it's safe and it's fun. It's not a mm-hmm. nonstop ambulance fest in and out. Yep, that's that's you hit it. That's one of the goals. And at this next Claremore. Uh, we will have, that was a four lane track, um, with a, a sideways, with a sideways start. And that allows us to get four jump lanes in or three jump lanes in a whoop lane. Mm-hmm. This next, uh, the next build that we have is completely reversed from last, from the one, from two weeks ago. Um, so it's all, so it's almost, it's mostly left-hand turns. The other one was a right-hand turn track. And, uh, so this will all mostly be left-hand turns with one right-hand turn. And we're adding a pro lane, so that makes the five lanes. So, so the pro lane has got a one. It's got a huge. It's got an A class only, only section, rhythm section, mm-hmm. right next to an amateur level. Uh, more like what you saw at last week at the at two weeks ago's race. So that allows us to be able to hit both, and we do that about at as many tracks as we can. We put in a pro lane. Um, some places you just don't have the room. But uh, this place we do. Having everything that you have, you know, there there is an incentive to come out more than just to come ride and have fun and, and spend a weekend at the track. Sponsors come in. They have an agenda to push product to people at the grassroots level. And you have series sure. sponsors too. So can you t- take me through the contingency programs that you have with people like Hoosier yeah, Buyers sure. and Fly Racing and stuff like that? Well, first off, I mean, all the major OEMs are involved at some level or another. Um, given on certain races, they're giving, uh, they're, they're all, all, all of them are given uh, factory contingency, um, just like you would at any other major event. And um, then the, another really, really cool thing is, is that these, these companies are all wanting to push their products. They're wanting, to, they're wanting the amateurs to try them. They're wanting them to get involved. And two of the companies that have stepped up uh, really big is our, one of our new sponsors is Tylube. And Tylube has a Supercross series as well as an Arena Cross seri- uh, team, I mean, a Supercross team and an Arena Cross team uh, at our ser- in our series. So they're awesome products. And so does also uh, Sunoco also has some amazing products at a very high level um, as far as race fuels go. So we peeled out $5,000 each out of, the, out of the budget and created a pro-am, pro and amateur contingency program. So took uh, if you finish on either one of those two, uh, if you're running those two products, 
And all you got to do is buy products to get started. I think the buy-in on, on Thai Lubes is buying $40 worth of products or something like that. And um, then a, or a pail of Sunoco fuel, run their stickers and, you know, sign a piece of paper um, that that's what you're going to do throughout the, throughout the series. And if you finish first, second, or third on each, either one of those in select classes, first place pays $250, second place pays $150, and third place pays $100. And that starts at the 50 open class. So the 50 open class, if you ran both those, you'd make any one, and you're running those, you're going to make $500. We're going to write you two checks at $250, one from Snoco, one from Tyloube. And that goes for 50 open, 65 open, super mini, 125 all-stars, and then 250 and 450 C, B, and Pro. So if you're doing the math right, Michael, then if, you, if you're sitting there, if your head's spinning, if as he's got you know a, a B rider or a C rider out there is going, you mean, and I'm telling you it's right that you could make a thousand dollars if you won out on the two on the on the if you won the national series. So that's one that's one of the huge things that we're trying to do, and um, those two companies have stepped up in a big big way. Cool. One other one, and we got to mention it because yep. they're a sponsor of the of the podcast Absolutely. is Fly Racing. So what Wouldn't did you guys it. work yep. out with them for this year? So just this just this event okay and this is and this continues with all the events but just this event on friday we pay out a ten dollar ten dollar fly bucks for uh whole shot awards on all friday events plus if you were enter two or more classes online pre-register you got to pre-register for two or more events then you get ten dollars in fly bucks so there's uh so you're, you're making more fly bucks and we also have we just started it and that's a uh, best lap um, video contest um, for amateurs, for amateur videographers. And they can, whenever they do that, then we select a winner. And I just ordered the products uh, for a for a guy this uh, for a guy today, um, the fly product, uh, fly gear um, for winning the best lap. He submitted it, tagged us, we liked it, and we said, okay, there you go. And so he's got a whole new set of gear. We're doing that at every single weekend. So thank you, Fly Racing. Awesome. All right, Jay. Hey, thanks for getting on the phone with me today. I appreciate it. If people need more information and want to come sign up, how do they follow along on the Hoosier Tire Arena Cross series? Oh, real simple. Everything's Hoosier Arena Cross, and that's either on Insta, Facebook. Facebook Rocks is our group page. I highly suggest that you guys go ask to be on that. Go to our Instagram page or online on uh, HoosierArenaCross.com. And if you guys want your racer info, that's exactly what you do. You hit the drop-down menu, and you hit racer info, and that's where you find all the information you probably need. Perfect. Thanks, Jay, for getting on the phone with me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Michael. It. And I will, yeah. uh, I'll see you in Claremore in a few weeks. Awesome. Can't wait, buddy. Thanks, Ben. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.